This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hey podcast fam, welcome to Hanging For More. It's your host Yasmina. And I'm Maggie. Hanging For More is here to bring you endless laughter and honest conversations. Just remember, if you're loving the podcast, to hit follow and leave us a review as this helps out so much. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello and welcome back to Hanging For More. Good to see you. I was about to say, good, good to, to see, see you guys. Good to see me. Good Thank to you. see you. I see you every day, but same, same. Um, on today's episode, we thought that we would start the new year with something fresh, talking about milestones, firsts, um, things that we've learned in different milestones and stages of life. Yep. Obviously, we've had very different experiences in life. I've got two children. Maggie's got the one. Um, I'm married. Just Maggie's different not. dynamics. Like we're able to... Yep speak from such different perspectives and share milestones in life and what we've learned. Um, I wanted to start off chatting about school because obviously that's the most current thing that's happened to both of us really. Let's talk about about this morning, yes. Oh, man. (laughs) Speaking of school, Noah's first. Well, it wasn't his first day, it was his second day. So he started prep yesterday. It was amazing. He went in flying colours like, see ya. He's laughing. He made friends. He was so happy. But then... Today I had podcast recording obviously and it's his second day and I had to leave obviously on time and happened to be the day that everything flew out the window. He was crying, he was sucking, you know, typical, typical shit. And I was like, I'm stressed. He can sense my stress. Yeah, exactly. I had like a a school mum who I'm really good friends with like try to help me. Nothing was working. It was just one of those things. And you know, like when you're extra anxious, like you just want to look at him like, bro, no, no, fucking now, man. Like really? His teacher was so lovely. She's like, look, don't stress, like just leave him. And she had to like grab him while he was crying and me to leave because I was planning to like stay longer. I was like, do you know what? If I'm late, I'm late. It is whatever. Yeah. But she was like, this isn't helping. Like you staying continually kissing yeah, cuddle, kissing worse. cuddle. You just need to just let him go. Yeah. Um, so it was but just, easier said than done. Oh, having new, like a kid new in school is tough. That's a milestone I actually yeah. didn't see coming. Even the emotions of the first day, like I felt like, wow, my kid doesn't, necessarily need me anymore like there's no nappies there's no bottles which is amazing I love that but like at the same time it's a bittersweet moment yeah when was that moment for you well obviously when Tyson started in prep too same thing it was like you realize oh my god they're so big now they've gone out into the big bad world yeah so I see Tyson like he's 17 yeah I know but yeah that was the first time for me and I held my shit together until I walked away and was walking home and then I just it just hit me yeah. Because he reacted so well about it, but, but it was just that realisation. And I was like, do you know what? Like for the first time ever, I was like, you know, I used to hear of all these women that as soon as their youngest or oldest or whatever it might be goes to school, they pop out more kids. And I was yeah. like, fuck, they're crazy. Like why would you have more kids? For the first time ever, I was just like, now I know how mums feel in that moment. where emptiness. Yeah, because it's like, oh, no, they've gone. It's like, what do I do with my time now? It's almost like, well, I need to have another kid. It's almost like I need my... But my, you know what? That's like... Clocking a game and then restarting it. Like, why? Yeah, literally. You just clocked it, yeah, bro. I know. Like, but for the first time, I was like, now I know it's that sense of like, they don't need me. Like, I need you to need me yeah. now. Like, I need you to, you're my baby. Like, you, you know, know what? I, I feel like that also weighed s- on you hand and foot, and yeah. you're just walking away from me now. Like, do you think that stems from like, your purpose in that moment of life is your child? Yeah. And I know it sounds bad. Yeah, and your it's child being taken be your away. Purpose, but it's like, your purpose is now being fulfilled. Like, it's done. And you almost need a new purpose. And oftentimes people either delve into their career, yeah. delve into more kids, get you married, whatever it is. You, feel, you, feel you literally empty. feel empty. Yeah, it's like you're just void. like, wow, okay, so he's gone. So now who do I take care of? Like, yeah. you're just not, it's not about you. It's no, like, but it's crazy because people refuse to like, okay, now it's my turn to take care of me. Like people go, let's have another baby. 
Yeah, they do. And take care keep of... Keep fulfilling that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, fill that void with yeah. taking care I of didn't you. Wanna, I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. Oh, were but, you? Yeah, I was going to oh, say that. Well, I was like, hang on. Like, right, you need to be mindful it. of my words yeah. here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, no it's true. Like it's and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, I now understand why women for the first time would always go back and have more kids. No, see, Noah started and I was like, there's no way that now... Yeah, I could. You've got your freedom, one way or another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, though. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, nine o'clock to three o'clock, bro. I feel like I'm no, being robbed of the day. I'm like, really, really. Um. So the second thing that I wanted to talk about was mother first, motherhood first. That took you by surprise. So I know we spoke about kids <sighs> starting school, but what was the first prior to that that really took you by surprise? That like maybe was a bit more emotive than you assumed it might be. I'm going to pass that question right back to you while I (laughs) process and think about that because, you know, I literally don't, like, I need to think about it. I don't know. I think my first, that was really hard when my daughter started to, like, look up to me and, like, she was obviously more, like, she's getting older. She's starting to see me in that godlike light that, like, kids see their their parents and it's like you want to make them proud and you want to show them exactly who you are because you want to make them proud but it's like in that same breath, it's like, what do I show you? Like, I don't know how to like show myself in this light. Like in kinder, she was constantly scared of making mistakes. And they said to me, you need to make more mistakes in front of her. She needs to, like, she won't learn to be able to yeah. be okay with doing that. Because she's such a perfectionist Yeah, like so I had to like come home and like drop eggs on the floor and like drop water on the floor just to show her like it's normal to yeah. not be perfect at everything. Not that I'm perfect, but to her like frying eggs or like- To her you are. Yeah, to yeah. her you are. And I, I needed that no slap in the yeah. face, but that was- an emotional milestone where I was like oh shit like she's literally like both these kids are learning everything from us they're mini versions of us and like making sure to make them proud in that sense is really difficult even I feel like with girls in general I'm really struggling I'm not gonna lie yeah that's why I'm so glad I don't have girls to be honest with you so (laughs) I'm not gonna lie I always wanted a girl well you got one She's literally a mini you, so she's she's going through a what lot. You wish for. It's yeah, no, she's amazing. No, she's, I yeah, love her beautiful. brutality yeah. and honesty, how she is towards yeah. me. But man, it's girls different. are brutal. It is very different. Girls are definitely brutal. So another question is, how do you prepare yourself to no longer be needed by your child as much as before? So do you know we're both saying like we no longer felt needed. How do you better prepare so when the milestone comes, you uh, better cope with it? Like, you know, you said some people, like, turned yeah. out more kids or, like, whatever it is. Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, I didn't prepare myself because you just go on with life and then when that moment happens, you're like, holy shit. So my advice would be, um, I guess, just, I don't know, if I had my time over again, I would just be planning, like, understanding that within, you know, these next few months, he's going to be off to school. What can I do? And what is it that I want to do um, to implement you know, for those times while he's at school that I can do, whether it be like, for example, go to yoga or, you know, read a book or do whatever it go is. Go for daily walks. Yeah, go for yeah. daily walk or maybe, you know, pick up that course that I've always wanted to do or, you know, look into something that I've been wanting to do. But I think I just got so caught up with life and didn't really think about it until after it happened. And I think that was the hardest part because yeah. it was like you mentally prepare yourself you and, come go, home and they're going to go lonely, to school, they're like... going to go to school. They're gonna... and, I, and sometimes I feel like it's the whole thing of like, you're pregnant for nine months. You know you're having a goddamn child. Yeah. But then when you still have that child, it's like, like what the fuck? everything's just gone out the window. Yeah. So, you know, yes, you can prepare. I think for me, like I said, that's what I would say. But I think at the end of the day, you still there's still so much, still so much that of... you are so unprepared for in yeah. terms of your emotions, how you feel. Um, but, yeah, 
I mean, that's all I have to say. Mm, I think, like, definitely, your advice is definitely solid. I definitely would have prepared a lot better. I think I was fine, though, because I obviously had my career and everything yeah, that I've been same. doing with work. Yeah. So when I left, like, I felt like, oh, finally, like, I need to get stuff done. Like, yeah. I'm literally, I'm, I'm stuck for time. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to be doing. So it was just like... You know you've got those set times to get your stuff done. Yeah, yeah, that was about it. So I think planning, like Maggie said, so stuff that you want to get done. I know a lot of par- parents who went back into courses or if you are planning another child, maybe start trying earlier Yeah, and, you know, focus on that. Like if that if you are growing your family, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Making sure that you're planning that earlier and so you know what's coming. But I will say having said all that because we are so good at doing all that and constantly planning and making sure like I think one thing as well is don't put so much of a time constraint and like you know we tend to as women as well always try and like you know always prepare and think ahead and do this and kind of forget to take a step back and think about and give ourselves that time to just mm. unwind you know what yeah. I mean so you know don't feel like as though you have to have it done or have mm. to have something planned because as soon as your kids go to school it's like what am I going to do like take that moment to just you know stay at home chill out yeah, put your pajamas you. on catch yeah. up on your shows like have a real There's have no a bit of time alone no there you isn't deserve it. correct so I think it's important to also mention that because I think sometimes we just continuously throw ourselves yeah I agree That's into great you know keeping ourselves you know occupied because it's like well now what I got to do now I got to do this and I can't just sit at home mm. and do nothing but it's okay to do that a hundred percent have you spoken to any of the school mums do you speak to any of them do I look like someone? <laughs> are you are you the wait in the car? I wait in the car. What about in prep? Didn't you have to walk him in? Um, or did you just do what you had to do and left? No, I still used to just yeah walk him up to the thing and just see you yeah. later. Like, look, Tyson had gone to kinder uh, childcare since he was I think eight months old, so he was very much used to it. So. I used to just drop him off, yeah, and just just leave. I never yeah. really hung around, to be honest with you. So, yeah. and I still I, don't. I literally wait in the car down the street, and he'll walk over to me. Yeah, well, or he's older now. Yeah. yeah, no. When I first started, like Nina started school, it felt like I started school. Like I was like, yeah. oh man, there's like, there's low key clicks. Like it's not even. Oh, there is. You can see. Yeah, them. you can, you see, can them. see them, and it's yeah. so. Um, daunting yeah like you're just like i i don't know anyone you don't know where to fit and in. i don't want to know anyone you don't know like but like yeah when we're standing in the same area like it's so awkward i know what you and mean it just feels that little bit like awkward and i remember like finally when i spoke to a few mums due to like p- friends of friends and stuff like that and like spoke to them and then you kind of blend in with one crowd or yeah. whatever but i think being like just Walking up, saying hello, like putting yourself in a conversation. Oh, I'll it say may hello, be. and if they say hello, yeah, say hello. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I just still stay there. And to be yeah. honest, I, you know me, like prefer I, it that my way. My anxiety doesn't allow me to. Sometimes it's just the whole. I don't know. I literally just stay on my phone. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I'll stay on my phone no, because that way I don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah. Not because I don't want to. I liked. I liked easier. knowing <laughs> some school mums just for the sake of not just for the sake. It sounds really mean, but also just like. We have each other's backs oh, as well. 100%. And it's nice to know that if I'm running late, which I never 100%, am, but God yeah. forbid an emergency or something and my parents can't get there in time or like yeah, my sister or whoever, there's someone there that's going to notice that Nina's outside her classroom waiting for her mum. They're yeah. probably going to wait alongside her, even though her teacher does. Yeah. But it's like still just having that reassurance. So yeah. I like knowing people. And no, it's I like, agree. Oh, here's a reminder. This costume day is this day or like yeah. this I've and this. Ha- like I've had I that with a few of the mums. But I felt like that came later on, like in yeah. grade one. I feel like grade prep was kind of a bit uh, And then grade one, it, you kind of became a bit more familiar with each other. Um, and then they'd see you more often or their kids might be now in your class and you might have the same teacher. So there's more common ground to talk like, oh, hey, I've noticed Tyson's That's got the same true. teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of opens up a bit more. I think throughout the year you learn more. And you also do. you don't know what to like, who to trust also. I know for me with social media, like, 
I'm pretty much a closed book when it comes to like friendships and that. But then like I got to know you and trust you for a long time for me to open up. And I'm not saying my deepest, darkest secrets, but just even about my child. I won't yeah. open up about anything because it's like this is my personal space. Like I don't want to yeah, get to Yeah, and know other anyone. people are the same. They might not want you to be yeah. asking questions or yeah. know too that's much why about I don't it. People anything. are a bit funny these days. Yeah. So that's why I just keep to myself and I think <laughs> it just solves a lot of my problems. <laughs> Have there any issues arrived with arised with anything in school that's kind of like thrown you off? Like to prepare other new mums, like that I have kids going um, well, to school. Well, Tyson, I think as you know, he's always had issues um, going to school, especially because of COVID. Because when he first started, it was like pretty much I think he had two weeks of school, and then it was COVID. So he's in grade three this year, um, my beautiful boy. But um, I think the hardest thing was um, just dealing with all of that. He never wanted to go to school, and I a lot of the times fed into that and would not send him to school because he his anxiety was just. Yeah, too much um, and it was just too much for me as well um, and it was he was just so distressed and I think what really changed for me um, is putting him into soccer. Um, he's kind of a little bit reserved, you know what Tyson's like, so yeah. I think putting him in sports really helped him come out of his shell and really yeah. gave him the confidence to, um, you know, approach people and, and put himself out there and, and realise that, you know, you can go out there and make new friends um, and I think that's really changed everything for us because now we don't no longer get yeah, crying he's in the morning. So much. He's very happy to get up in the morning. Yeah. And even on days like today, he really didn't want to go to school. And he was like, Mom, do I have to go to school today? I said, Yes, you do. And I've got podcasts. He was like, Okay. Like, there's no fighting there's no with fight. it. Um, but also, I've noticed, you know, he'll come home and he'll say, You know, Mom, I made a new friend today. Whereas before, I would ask him, You know, do you make any friends? No, you know, why don't you go play with, you know, your friends? I, I've noticed them, they play soccer. You know, this is prior to him playing soccer yeah. or whatever. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I didn't, just go ask him, you know, come and play with me. Hi, my name's Tyson. Whereas now, like, even when he started soccer, he'd be like, who's my coach? Or he was overwhelmed. And I'd say, well, I don't know, Tyson. Why don't you go up and introduce yeah, yourself and say, hi, I'm Tyson. To be confident. And now, like, he's got a new season. Obviously, there's new coaches. I dropped him off. And, you know, it's always hard as a mum because you want to give them the encouragement and you want to support them. But you kind of also, I mean, for me personally, I also want him to go and do those things on his own. I yeah. don't want to always be there by his side because I'm not always going to be there by his side. I don't yeah. want to give him that that confidence. That confidence to do that. Correct. So I sat in the car and he said to me, you know, Mum, which one's my coach and which field am I? And I said, I don't, I don't know, Baba. I know just as much as you do. Why don't you go out there? I said, there's a few people. Go and have a chat with them. And I saw him get out of the car and I walk up and he just stood there for a little while looking at all the guys because obviously they're, they're coaches. He's only little. Mm. And then I see him go up and shake one of the coach's hand and then I could see them talking. It's and like then that proud moment. Yeah, and I just was like, I felt so bad at the same time because I was like, I could only imagine how nervous he was, but yeah. I was like, you know what, these are important steps that he needs to take. So 100%. for me, putting him in sports really changed so much about him and it just, yeah, it changed everything. Mm, 100%. Yeah. I think um, an issue that I didn't see arising in primary school in general was like, the fact that people like kids compare to each other a lot like oh she has this she, I have this and this and this and it's like it kind of was overwhelming for me because I'm my saying is always like I don't care what any other child does you're my child yeah these are the rules that I have in my house and the attitude that like comes home from school my cousin's what a pri- my cousin's a high school teacher and I was talking to her about like my challenges with my kids and she's like honestly there's nothing wrong with that little bit of sass. It's normal. Like that's yeah. her finding her feet, her personality. Correct. She goes, just lay the rules down when it comes to uh, disrespect. That's where you got to start that stuff early. And I was like, that's so true. Like I think some of the stuff where she was like sassy, I kind of took it as like, no, you didn't get to be sassy. Like I'm your mum. Yeah. Act this certain way. But then I realised like 
when I further started speaking to her, I realised it's just her trying to find 100%. her feet and who yeah. she is. This was Nina, like, all of last year. And, like, the kids speak about so many different things. Like, I didn't realise, like, the conversations they have. Like, Nina said, my face looks different in the morning. Why is it that my face looks different but wow. everybody else doesn't? And I was like, what do you mean? But you know how, like, when you sleep and, like, your face is a bit more puffy in the morning? She hates that. And I was like, who... Who even looks that closely at the mirror yeah, to like realize mean. that? Like, but by the time know, you've had yeah, breakfast, that's, that's like wild. Yeah. for like a six-year-old, like I didn't think that that yeah, was that's a problem. Wild. And it's just kind of like, and I saw an influencer recently um, that I follow. She was talking about her daughter, who said that she had jelly legs, and a boy had said that she has jelly legs. She's only five, and her mom was like gobsmacked, and she was like, "You have beautiful legs that help you walk and run, and you love running, and look how." powerful they are and like the girl started to feel a lot more positive but she was so thrown off and I could so relate because I too was going through something similar with Nina where she was like my face in the morning and like she's so insecure about that and I was like it's crazy how young it starts and that was an issue I didn't think I'd be facing right now like no I couldn't give a shit what he looks like I was just gonna say I think it's so different between girls and boys like and I think like we think back to our childhood yeah I'm sure there's something that a child had once said to you that really stuck with you for life oh, 100%. and I feel like I never want that to happen to my kids but the reality is they're not with me 24 no. 7 there is yeah. going to be those shitty kids no, who tell them course. something shitty so how do you reverse that you just teach them continually Correct. about how good they are and how amazing self-confidence they are? yep and I having those those chats in the morning I think it's important rather than just dismissing it, you know what I mean? Like actually talking about oh, it through with her. Yeah. 100%. Now, speaking of firsts, um, <laughs> going back to our own childhood, who was your first crush? Do you remember like your childhood you know what? Crushes? I don't know if my brain just went switched off past a certain age and was like, all right, we're just going to wipe it. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're 40 you're over 40 now so it's kind of like we've rebooted the system <laughs> we're gonna just forget about oh everything God. else do you i do i think it was in primary school um me and my cousin primary had a crush well, yeah. Okay, yeah just a crush i can't even remember myself in primary school do you remember school, yeah. your first kiss um i honestly don't know mine was in primary school now i think like my kids can have crushes in primary school because they're in primary school now like i'm, I'm like whoa when I does just it happen i forget how young what primary school mine you know, was like, in like grade four you i had my first now crush it's like yeah you're 12 in grade in year what is it year seven, seven it's like what 12 yeah. like i was 12 when i was in year yeah. seven blows my mind yeah it's crazy because you see them as babies. And i went to an all-girls school so we didn't have time to have crushes and in primary and, school sorry no high school oh. primary school i wasn't yeah no but I went to all girls school. In, so I remember so. all that. Hey guys, make sure you subscribe to our Hanging For More podcast and follow us on our socials, Hanging For More, for all the updated information and new podcast releases. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. What about um, your first time experiencing heartbreak in a relationship? How did you face that as a young kid? Do you remember? I was a young kid. Heartbreak like young. relationship. Your first ever heartbreak. I can't say it was a heartbreak. So mine was with this guy. Yeah, I really, 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 really. I think he was like my first love. And we were so young. We were like in year seven. It was like, I wouldn't call it love now that I know what love yeah. is. But like well, you back went to then a it was all school, my, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was so in love with him and we dated. And like we would go behind the school and like make out. And it was like the cutest thing. And I was so obsessed with him. <laughs> and then one day he came and he goes, can I speak to you at lunchtime? And he grabbed my hand and we walked behind the school and he sounded serious and I had a fucking paddle pop in my hand. It was summer. I went behind the school and he goes, I'm so sorry. Um, I think I don't want to do this anymore. I need to focus on soccer. He was playing soccer. And I was like, oh, 
is there someone else? And he was like, not really. And then that's when not I knew. Not really. And I like dropped the paddle pop on the floor because I was like so gobsmacked and I dropped it and I was just like, okay. And I like walked away and I was so heartbroken. I thought, oh my God, like my world is ending. Yeah. And you know, when you come from an Arab household, you can't <laughs> even go home and cry and tell them. Yeah, because it's like, like, you what? You, no, 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 you can't Boy, even say like, anything. You even so say like you're sitting in your room sobbing. Your mom comes in like, hurry up, come eat, set the table. You can't even discuss what's yeah. going on in your life. How yeah. was school? It was great. Yeah. It was great. That was it. Yeah. And I was like, my world was falling apart. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And like, now I look back and I'm like, what poor little girl, like had no idea, like what life yeah, was about to bring her. Um, let's talk about in-laws. Cause I know how much everyone loves <laughs> their <laughs> in-laws. love in-law dramas. Um, if you, what was your first experience like with your in-laws? The first time I ever met them was really strange. Cause um, Billy comes from a Lebanese family. I come from Morocco and we're very like different in that sense. Like they speak Arabic, obviously. They're a lot more conservative. Um, so I met my mother-in-law the first time and I was in like a mini school dress and Billy was like, come meet my mum. And her, he, her like an was uncle in the family. Yeah, an uncle oh, in the okay, family right. had just yeah, died. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, come meet my mum. And she was like... Where was this? Where, where, where did you just meet them the first time? Just at the front of the school. Like oh, he literally dragged me to school. her car like oh, a fucking no idiot. Way. He was so excited. And I was like, Billy, like I'm not... Like my dress is really short. Like I'm not wearing the right thing. Right? He's like, no, 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 please. Just she'll love you. She stared at me like I was... I'm not even going to say. Like I was, <laughs> I was... I was just like... She's like, hi. And I was like, hi. And she was like... I was like, nice to meet you. And she's like, you too. And I was like... And Billy was like, mum... Like, hey, he goes, oh, don't worry about it. Like, someone just died in the fair. I was like, Billy, why would you introduce me right yeah, now? Yeah, of all the times now. His like, sister was at the back staring at me like as if I was like... Which one was this? Rueda. And I love... <laughs> I'm upset. Like, we're best. like best friends yeah, know, now, right? Beautiful. She was staring at me and I thought she hated me. She was staring... Like, just staring. Like, not even wasn't saying right hello. It wasn't the yeah. right time. And I walked away and I was like, oh, this family's cooked. Like, I, there's no way I can meet them again. And, like, I'm sure she thought the same as me. Like, look at this skimpy little bitch. Like, she, he ain't marrying her. This yeah. is a fling from high school. Yeah. Like, move on, son. And then I met my father-in-law when it was a lot more serious. Like, Billy wanted to marry me. So that was a way better experience. And then when I met my mother-in-law the second time, it was, like, amazing. Under better circumstances. Yeah, better circumstances. Yeah. She got yeah. to know me and everything. Yeah. And, like, you know, I love them. But it's, like, the first ever initiation yeah. just like oh my god like and so young too i think yeah, in high school too like you just think you, 18, know, you don't yeah 17 18 at the, yeah. no i was younger i was probably yeah, 17 16 yeah well there you go how old were you when you got married i got married at 20 yeah well okay. yeah i, I was 20 and billy was 19 when you were married yeah oh, it's surreal far out um the first time moving out of home what was your first experience um it wasn't a pleasant one it wasn't okay. under good circumstances yeah a lot of I people don't go think. through that yeah no definitely not i think um, but my, it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, and coming from a conservative family, <laughs> background and family, um, you do not move out unless you are getting married. Yeah. Um, but I, it was honestly the best thing I could have done for myself. Um, it just taught me so much and About I you. still worked full time. Um, but it just really, I mean, I've always been so independent 
very much like yourself, like you do what you do at home and you take care of your whole family. So yeah. in that sense, it wasn't hard. Um, it wasn't hard. And it actually, you know, I'm so glad that I had the balls to actually do it. And like I said, it wasn't under, you know, the best circumstances. Because there's a lot of girls who right now, they're struggling with mental health because of their families and yeah, want to move and out. Yeah, and I was. I was going through a lot and I was just like, I can't be in this household anymore. Like I'm literally either going to, you know, neck myself or just run away. Like it was, it was horrible circumstances. Yeah. I mean, I say that now, but everything's fine. But um, it took a lot of courage, but I just, I knew I had to get out of it and I knew that I needed better for myself. Yeah. Um, and so I was never home anyway. I was working in real estate, I think, at the time. Oh, no, I was still doing hairdressing. Anyway, long story short, I moved out and you know what? It was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself because it taught me to work, make my own money, which I was anyway, but I had to pay my own bills. Yeah. You know, the bills were coming in and I had to, I was living with friends, but I had to pay my own bills, pay my own rent, um, make sure I had you know, money left over for food. There ain't, ain't, no one was going to come for me. Yeah. No one was going to save me. Yeah. And there is no way on God's green earth was I ever going to go back home, <laughs> you know, and be like, back. can I have some money? You yeah. know, I was going to be selling myself on the streets before yeah. I did that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, literally. Yeah. You and like, this is... There is no way my dad, like it was like, you know, yeah. you leave this house and you, you ain't ever back. fucking coming back. No, I think so many you do know that. What I mean? It's and sad, yeah. It was hard because it was like, like I know there ain't no coming back. But the other part of me was like, I'm going to show you. I ain't gonna come back. Yeah. Like, I don't need you. And it was like, literally like, she'll be back. Do you ever look at she'll that as a parent now and go like, how do we how do we teach our kids that same independence without putting them in a circumstance like that? Because we want them to earn their own money and look after themselves, pay their bills and be prepared for real life. But how do we teach them that without like putting them in such an awful position? Because I know you and I, for a fact, we could never put our children in that position where like, they feel the need to want to leave, but at the same time, like obviously, unless they're wanting, it's something okay that they actually want to. Want. Then one hundred percent, you yeah. would obviously sit down with them and, and help them, you know, guide them through in terms of like, you know, well, if that's what something you're thinking about in the future, then these are the steps that you need to take yeah. now. You know, open up a savings account. You know, it's strictly just for savings. You know, um, pretend you know, like you're paying bills right now. Let's write down your pretend. But bills. that's what I mean. Pay like, it for a good go four months, through five everything. Months. Yeah, sit down with them and go. Okay, well, what are you earning now, and how I can help you? Yeah. But I think that's very different too from the the way we were brought up but 100%. then you know obviously under those circumstances but obviously what I went through was very different so and I was the only I was the oldest child and being a girl coming from you know mm. a strict um Middle Eastern family like it was really dif difficult and I knew I had to wear all of that with even the community and everyone else because it was like oh my god you know such she and such a daughter's out. out at home you what know she's yeah, she's a yeah. whore and she's probably out no, because she's doing this No, we have the same culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, I get it. Um, but you know what? It taught me so much and that was the first time I ever actually travelled overseas with my friends. I can't remember how old I was. Um, yeah. But it was the best thing I ever did for myself. Accomplished so a lot. If, you should be proud. Yeah, and and I'm just like, you know what? It's taught me everything I really needed to do. And mm. I, you forget those moments and you say it all the time, like when you stop and think about like how far you've come and it's just like, wow, that's, you know, yeah. I am proud of me. But 100%. you kind of forget that as well because you just kind of yeah. move on from it. So it's almost like survival at some stage. And then it is, go, yeah. And I look, don't get me wrong. Like you know, if anyone going in through that, you know, um, those circumstances, it is really difficult. But you know, lean on your friends, lean on you know any other support system that you have um, to help get you where you need to be. Because ultimately, like we keep saying, you know, choose you, do what's right for you. Because as much as you want to be there for your family or your friends or being in that circumstance, it is really difficult because I have siblings and it was hard to, you feel like you're abandoning, yeah. you know, your younger siblings mm. or whatever it might be. But at the end of the day, you know, like I just thought I need to 
do this because it's I need to like be in a better position. Where they put down that mask, Correct. you've got to like, put yours on to you help, help anyone else. So like help yourself. Correct. Because and what good are you to anyone? That's right. And I was, and it made me excited when I thought about it because I was like, this is amazing because then I can have my sister and my brother come yeah. around or, you know, I can then work and save enough money to do this with them yeah. or do that with them, you know. And, it, and the other part to it as well is, and I know if you're going through circumstances like that with your family, it is very difficult. Um, I think there was a time where I didn't speak to my family for a few years. Um, but, you know, let me tell you something. It, you know, it'll always bring you back, you know, maybe not even closer, but you'll have a better relationship. And, yeah. you know, that's what I kept focusing on. It was like, you know what, shit circumstances, but you know what, I actually now, because when you live at home, you don't want to sit and have a coffee with your parents. No. It's the last thing you want to fucking do. You know what I mean? So yeah. it just changed everything you in time. It doesn't happen straight away. Yeah, in time. Um, and I was able to then go to my parents' house and, you know, share a meal or do whatever. And it was actually enjoyable. Yeah. I wanted to be there as opposed wow. to, I don't want to be in this that's house so anymore. True. So everything takes time, but... You know, everything in life is scary, but again, you know, growth doesn't come from being in a comfortable spot. So I think, you know, really have a chat with someone that you can and, you know, take the right steps to do so because you definitely won't regret it. Mm. My first experience leaving home was obviously getting married. I got married yeah. really young, but I will never forget, man. I was like, man, these motherfucking bills don't stop. Oh, I, was, okay. I wasn't prepared. My I thought you were going to say because it was like leaving, saying goodbye to your brother nah, and your sister. Man. Yeah, like, that was sad. Yeah, him. but like I was excited. <laughs> To move in with <laughs> Billy is like my best friend. So I was like, yes, that's like a sleepover with your best friend every day. It was genuinely yeah. fun. But it was like, Billy, another bill? Like, <laughs> I just paid this. Like, how are yeah. we? He goes, man, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And we were just like, we were so young and naive. And I was like, how's the rent due again? Yeah. We just paid it. But like, I didn't, like, I literally had to jerry that you need to have savings. Like, we were living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And it was like. Do we have new, like? Do we have money to go out and like get groceries today? Like I don't know what. It, and like we didn't want to let our parents know that we we're yeah, doing it course. solid. Yeah. And so when we went to my mum's house, and yeah, my mum is she'll cook dinner and give you some to take home. But I was making the most of it. I was packing extra Tupperware containers to take home to store in the fridge because I was yeah. like, this is the whole week's worth of food we yeah. got. Like it was difficult. And, and I was like, oh my God. You can see how this would cause issues in a relationship. In a normal relationship. In a normal yeah. relationship. Like you guys moved out together and you guys had to work through that. So imagine you had moved out and were living on your own for quite some time. Yeah. Being used to that, moving in with Billy who had never moved out of home, never used to paying his own bills and then all of a sudden you got to work together. Like yeah. this is also yeah. a was very a different... milestone moment. And yeah. I, I also say to Billy now, I said, do you know what's funny with us and what I love about us is that regardless of how much money we have or how little money we have, we've never argued about it. It's always been something like this is a, us against the challenge. It's not the That's cha right. Like it's not us against each other. Like we're facing this together. He goes – there were so many times you could have looked at me and been like, you are such a dropkick, make more money, look after us. But instead you were like, I'm going to pick up more shifts doing this. I'm, I'm going to work that. harder doing this. Like, And we were working together. I was like, oh, what can we sell in the house that like will get, gain us more money so we can put it towards savings. We don't need this, this stuff. Like I grew up really, really poor. And so like growing up in that kind of environment like I kind of knew how to like just survive on the baby yeah. whereas he came from a well-off family yeah. so to him he felt they, he was acting like he was in the slums like yeah he was sitting there like at, at a house yeah, but that's what he's used to so he, he his brain exactly. wasn't able so to so I was like babe we're doing it great we yeah. live in a unit like how exciting this unit is beautiful it's modern yeah it's not the newest it's, it's not the different. oldest like yeah. I felt like I was living in a mansion so I was laughing yeah he was to like him, oh my god different. we're doing it so like he was yeah. stressed and I was like babe don't stress so let me ask you because this this is interesting to know. So what was the first time that, like, what was it that made you feel independent? What what was the moment? 
I think just working. Okay. Working. As in working, was this your first job or when you became? This was my first job working at McDonald's. Okay. That's when I felt like officially it's me, myself and I. Okay. And I worked, um, we laugh about this now, but like I used to work before school, after school. Like I'm talking oh, wow. 4.30 in the morning, I would be oh, at Macca's wow. doing a shift before I start school. Jeez. Like we grew up like doing, you work hard for your shit. And so, like, I felt so independent. Any shift I was able to pick up, my mum was, like, so cool with it. She's like, you're working, that's fine. I'll pick wow, you up again, amazing. take you to school, and I would change at Macca's for school, go to school, I'd be exhausted, do school, and then after school do another shift again. And it was difficult, but I felt most independent then. What about you? When did you most feel independent? Um, when I moved out of home, to be yeah. honest with you, because until then you kind of feel like you're still owned kind of by your parents or everything that you do is, I don't know, it's weird. But, yeah, when I first moved out of home and it was like, Okay. Like, do you think that was the most monumental time of your life? Like, what do you think? It was, was the best time. Was there a one moment in your life where you're like, "Oh my god, I'm free"? Yeah, because it was just like, you know what? I can do this on my own. Like, I think just like I said, the way I was brought up, and just you know, I think I've mentioned this before. You know, um, just things that are said to you. You know what I mean? And it's just like you feel like you you're nothing and no one until you get married and you move in with your husband. Or that's true. That's how we were raised, and yeah. you can't travel. Unless you get married. Uh, bitch, I'm married and still got to travel with him yeah. and the kids, Ben. <laughs> I want to travel on my yeah. own. Like, where's that? And it was just like, you know what? Like, I can do this. You know, you kind of made feel like, you know, you can't do this. Or it was like, you know, you're not going to survive out there. Yeah. Like, pay your own bills. Yeah. You can't even, like, you know... Do they'll, something they'll, your no, mum no, asks no. you. But like, they'll compare it to something minuscule. You can't even pick up the water Literally, off the table, that's what I'm talking about. Sink. It's like you can't even yeah. do this and you want to go move out home. Yeah. And it's like, no, I, I can. Like it was kind of that like, you know, you're told you can't do this. But it's like, so you kind of almost get scared because you think, fuck, what if I do fuck did up? Did you have a moment where you were like, I don't know, I had this moment so I'm hoping that everyone does. But did you ever have a moment where you're like, if I can accomplish this, I can accomplish anything? Um, I think in my mind... <laughs> I always, I, I think in my mind, I know I can always accomplish things. Yeah, you were like confident like I, within I yourself. I think I've always been that confident. Yeah. Like it's like, no, I know I can. And yeah. there is no failing for yeah. me. Like, you know, like, you know, not saying that I cannot fail, but it's like, and She's I have in life. She's saying failures but I mean, are not failures. Yeah, it's like, you know, whatever. If I, if I don't end up making enough money, you know, because you think about that and it's like, well, what if I don't make enough money? It's like, no, no problem. I'll just get a second job. Like it, mm. there's no quits about it it's yeah. not a big deal it's fine you'll yeah. do it and you'll survive you just got to make it work so for me that was my that's always been my mindset I guess mine's been um, no mine's the opposite <laughs> <laughs> okay thank god okay, I wasn't moving out with you very different <laughs> yeah I remember going for my L's and I was like if I could pass this I could pass anything in life that's and so I like cute. Pass because my no, auntie you. my yeah. auntie failed her L's 16 times okay yeah so I was like and it's a running joke in my family. Like she failed 16 times. We're all fucking sore losers. So I was like, oh my God, if I can do this, like I can do anything. Yeah. So then when I passed it, it gave me the courage and I go, all right, then if I can get my piece, I can do anything. And then if I can do this, I but can do anything. But that's how it starts. You and know what I mean? slowly, like, that's, each win, I was like, it. okay. Yep. It's, it's like climbing up a ladder. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard. Um, what lessons have you learned in life oh, that you wish you could teach gosh. your younger self? This is tough. Do you know what? Now that I have children, I genuinely think of this and I think of what to teach um, my child. I have old diaries and they write in them like challenges that I've been through and I look back at them and think of like my children and what they – like what I've learned since then but also what they might go through as well. And I think that's such a big question though because it's like you, like you yourself and then it's like then the kids Your child's part, very and then different. it's like for you like being when you're married like it's – 
Yeah, like your different so versions much. of Correct. you. You need yeah. different things at different stages in life, 100%. But if there's one thing that you can take away, and I'm not saying it's the only thing that you're taking away. I'm just saying something that's monumental in your head that you're like, this lesson taught me everything. I think mine would definitely be fuck what everyone else thinks yeah. and be true 100%. to who you I was going to say, being true to yourself. And I know it's so cliche, but it's true. For me, taking that risk, like I feel like, you know, there you'll always learn from it, like no matter good or bad, like you'll always learn from it. Like just having that courage, just back yourself, really. Mm. Backing yourself and just taking that step, taking that risk and just doing it. Like you said, block everything else out and just mm. take the plunge. Um, I want to leave it with this last question. Is there a childhood memory that you have that like really shaped who you are today? I feel like everyone has one of these. There Everyone. is many that I could go through, but I think straight off the bat when you say that, um, I think about my auntie, Amira. Um, she had gone through quite a bit um, through her separation and she has three beautiful young children. Well, not anymore, they're not young, but three beautiful children. And I think I just always admired her for her strength, um, just her tenacity and just the way she got along with life. You know, mm -hmm. she just worked her ass off. She still... You know, I remember her picking up the kids to take them to swimming and, you know, their sports lessons. You know, mm. she was always very present um, and just made sure nothing could kind of changed, even though a lot of the family dynamics had changed. It was just, I guess, guess can't even speak. Mm. Her strength she taught me so much and her resilience and it was mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, like there's a woman that's gone, gone and going through so much, but yet here she is showing up every day, you know, not just – she also took care of herself too, mm. you know what I mean? Like she still would – do her walks, do her swimming every morning, you know? And it was just like, wow, like that's so empowering, you know, yeah. that is so aspiring. And I still, till, till this day, I always say it to her, I just say, you know, like she's like Wonder Woman, you know? And I always say to her, you know, you you taught me that. You I taught me so much. I think we all need someone like her in our life to show us like, yeah, no matter what happens, like you still got to take care of 100%. You. Yeah. And it's not to take anything away from my mum. She's obviously been the same, but I yeah. think it's different when you view it from someone who's not your your parents. Yeah. You know, like I think we've spoken about it before. It's like, when do you not see your parents as your parents? When yeah. do you see them as people? Yeah. So, so true. How would you, what, what was it for you? Um, I think after I got married and my mum became more of my friend, like she no longer felt like she had to like sugarcoat that things for me. Yeah. Gone. The mum yeah. role. And we became friends and we started speaking a lot more on deeper levels, which I wish, to be honest, that she had these conversations with me earlier. I think I would have learned a lot more. But regardless, I think she wanted to shelter me. But seeing her in that different light and seeing different parts of her that weren't all pretty and, like, she was honest about it all, it was just refreshing. And I saw her as a person, no longer as... Uh, and that probably was the same for her because yeah. it was like, wow, now my daughter is no longer my daughter now. Yeah. So the, the She's dynamic someone's shifts. husband. Like yeah. I can actually I can like, be friends with yeah. you now and have these conversations because you're not. But I wish – like I wish she did that earlier though. I know, but it's hard. That's like saying like, I, I wish, do that I wish my mum could this I and I wish my dad had like, said this to me. I want to show her the, the, the good and the bad with me. I want yeah, to show I'm her. Sure I want her to learn. We'll be doing the same thing with our yeah. kids. Once they turn to a certain milestone, it's like, wow, now I don't need to – I no longer need to be a parent to them. Yeah. I can now be their genuine friend and talk to them 100%. like this without them. So it's, I think that's a tough one. And yeah. I think even like my, my parents divorced, I feel like they saw even me 
it's differently. Like they started talking about their own feelings about their own life and You're just an life owl. in general. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. bro, I'm too young for yeah. this. Like, don't be telling me this shit, man. I don't need to know. Like, yeah, it's like, I'm still your child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just remember like, that. Hold like, back, hold yeah. back, hold the back. Rewind, yeah. rewind. Like, See, and you were just saying, I wish my yeah, mum had had those yeah, conversations. Yeah, but that was too far. Like... <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Hold her back. It's like, shit. You see them as people. To, yeah. Sometimes it's a bit it's of a hard. slap. It is hard. I yeah. think for my mum, I wanted to see it. But for my dad, I was like, stay as dad. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not your friend. <laughs> but it was more like, it was weird. Yeah. He was talking to me about his fa- like his own personal trauma, which was amazing because yes. I got to learn about my own history through him. But then he would talk about his own relationships and ups and downs. And I was like, I didn't know this. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. So it's interesting, you know. Yeah, I is. think it's hard to see your your parents as people and know Definitely. that they're learning too. I yeah, don't know what 100%. they're doing. Yeah. Fuck, I don't, we're all kids in we're, adults' no, bodies. Literally, yeah, I know. But um, we were talking about uh, memorable childhood memories. <laughs> Mine's definitely something that shaped me is how my mum raised us um, in terms of like every single day she taught us to get up, change your clothes out of your pyjamas and start your day fresh, wash your face, tie up your hair put on some deodorant, whatever, take a shower. Just starting your day like that, regardless of how the day goes. I don't care if you're not going anywhere. I don't care if you're staying home. Changing some new clothes, like new, I mean like from the wardrobe, not brand new. Yeah. Do your hair, wash your face. And I think that like that routine and how she taught me that helped me so much postpartum, helped me when I was going through the most depressing stages of my life and taught me that like that little simple habitual thing doing it every single day made me better yeah. internally. I've seen that with you too. Yeah, when you've yeah. had your off days and you just get up and you fix your hair, you do your hair and yeah. then you're, you're okay. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like okay, I got I'm it. Okay. Yep. Like if you see me and I'm really in a state, you know, like call call the psych ward and that's not even an exaggeration. Room like for two, please. Two, <laughs> no, like genuinely everything's yeah, no, not no. okay. So it's like. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't I'm need like, to tell me. So I'm like, you know, that just habitual thing yeah. of doing it all the time really shaped who I am and yeah. I do that with my kids now. So it's been it's been helpful. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah, really no. powerful. I think that's what we have time for today. Thanks, guys. We've missed you. I know it's good to it be feels back. Feels good to be back. We can't wait to jump on another potty soon. Thanks, guys. Take care. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to leave us a review and share it with your friends and family. 